Welcome to the Biblical Woman Podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm Nicole. And today we are going to be continuing and really, well, finishing our conversation about the solas. So today we're going to talk about sola gratia. And when it comes to sola gratia, I think it's helpful to have a definition in the back of our minds to understand what we're really talking about here. You know, when we say sola gratia or by grace alone, we have to understand that salvation comes by divine grace or unmerited favor only. It's not something that we deserve and it's not something that we can earn as sinners. Salvation is by the grace of God alone and we could never, ever, ever earn salvation through our works. Yes. And that is why this sola is so important because it directly combats the idea that we in our human nature can somehow do enough good works or deeds to earn our salvation. And that is completely false. Quote, I think Jonathan Edwards was the one who originally said, the only thing we contribute is our sin to to the salvation, right? So I just think that's a great view of it. And it kind of goes back to what we've talked about before with original sin and understanding we are fallen, fallen mm-hmm. humans, every single one of us, um, because of the sin that was in Adam. He was our representative. And so therefore we are sinners as well. I know we talked about that in our TikTok heresy episode. Yeah. So, yeah. so because of original sin, we are sinners in need of a savior. And I think a big reason why people can struggle with this idea is because, you know, it means that we have to accept our sinful, wicked state. And quite frankly, none of us like to hear that we're the problem. Um, Nobody likes to hear that. No, we do not. We like to think that we are good enough and that if you're just a good person, you know, that that'll get you in, that'll get you into heaven. Not understanding that good, the way we think about it, we use it in a relative term, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're good in comparison to, the guy who's murdered 50 people, right? You know, that's yeah. kind of the way that we like to think about it, about it and call ourselves good. But the truth is the standard is perfection and mm-hmm. we all fall short of that. And that's, it's just really hard thing to hear. We don't just need like a new set of rules um, or a new start in life. We need like a complete and total renovation of our heart. So I think that this is why um, it can be hard to hear that we cannot save ourselves. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about the history um, and the context, as we've done in our other episodes, about why this sola is so important and just the historical context of it all. Yes. So let's talk about the Catholic Church and the historical context. We need to first recognize that the Catholic Church, um, they don't deny that believers are justified by faith. They don't deny that. Um, But rather, you know, they believe that when you commit sins, it diminishes this grace. One way that the Catholic Church differs from us is how a Christian receives grace. Because in the Catholic Church, we have to recognize that grace is received through the sacraments, hence the term sacramental grace. As we've said before, those sacraments are wonderful things to our Mm -hmm. faith, and we don't want to neglect them or diminish the importance of them. But 
in saying that you have to do these sacraments, it is going back to the idea of a works-based salvation. Speaking of works-based salvation, let's talk about another heretical group that's gaining a lot of popularity on TikTok. And it's it's the Judaizers. Like, I can't escape them, Nicole. <laughs> I know, you're plagued by them. and I right. am. Yeah, so when you say the Judea- Judaizers, you're talking about like the Torah keepers. Is that the same? Oh my goodness. It's Torah keeper, Torah observant. Um, these are the modern like titles that they go by, but really they are just modern Judaizers. And out of all of the heresies that the early church faced, I am shocked that this one has come back with such a fury. This is the group that believes that one must keep the full 600 plus laws in the Old Testament for salvation and as the regulative guide for Christian, in quotation marks, life. Mm. Yeah, no. (laughs) Let's talk talk about why um, both of these teachings, whether it's from the time of the Reformation or these modern but not so modern ideas of works-based salvation. What does the Bible teach about salvation and grace? So one of my like absolute favorite apologetics that Catholics or Torah keepers will use is the phrase that, you know, grace alone is only found once in scripture. So let's go ahead and read that verse. And many of you probably know it. It's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. But this uh, whole argument of, you know, grace alone only being found once in Scripture, in my opinion, I think that this is a really weak argument, especially when we see that the definition of sola gratia, or grace alone, boils down to salvation by unmerited favor. And so with that definition in mind, we need to look systematically at some Bible verses to get, you know, the big Bible picture. Right. Which is what we always want to do when we're studying scripture. And Mm -hmm. I know that's a topic we've discussed many different times throughout um, doing this podcast together, that we have to know context and we can't just take one verse and, and run with it. We need to look at what does the Bible teach about this as a whole. Absolutely. And I think we should start with Titus 2.11, which says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. And then when we go over to Romans 6.23, we see that it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And paying close attention to that word gift, you know, a gift is not something that we earn or that we work for but rather we are the recipient of it. Yes. Yes. And what about Titus 3, 5? He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. And then in Romans 5, 2, Paul tells us that, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And then two more real quick for you. Acts 15.11 But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, 
just as they will. And then finally, 2 Timothy 1.9, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Now, there's so many more verses, but I think that this is a really good place for us to start because, you know, we have to look at this topic from a big Bible picture, that systematic perspective. And when we do that, we see that salvation is by faith through grace. And this was true in the Old Testament as well. I think Mm -hmm. that is often misunderstood. I think there's the idea that in the Old Testament, you had to keep the law, including the Ten Commandments and all of those 600 laws as well. Yeah. And that's how you were saved, that you earned it by keeping the law. And that is not true. That is a misunderstanding of what the Old Testament is saying. Salvation has always been by grace through faith. And the law was there to for many reasons. That could be a whole episode or series, but yeah. it was to point to our need for a Savior. That was the point of it. You know, yes, Mm -hmm. it was to tell us how to live morally, the Ten Commandments, and so that Israel could live as a nation that was completely separated from all the nations around her. That was the purpose of the law. But salvation in the Old Testament was never about earning it. It was never about works. It was always by grace through faith. So as we understand this, this beautiful sola, sola gratia, We understand that with it comes so many blessings that are in ours when we understand the truth of God's grace. This means that we can have peace and assurance in our salvation. As my pastor said, at least I'm pretty sure it was him, 99% sure it was him. This could have been somebody else, but I'm pretty sure. He said, you know, what people are saved by, they are assured by. So if you believe that you are saved by works, then your assurance lies on you and your works. But if you know the truth that you are saved by grace, then assurance for for salvation is secure because it is God's trusted word and his grace that we are saved. Yes, absolutely. I think that is so true. I think that's a great point to consider because I definitely don't want our listeners to hear that we're saying that works are unimportant or unnecessary. Yeah. No potatoes for Jesus. (laughs) Right. Right. But But here's the thing, when you know the grace of God and his love for us and how much we have been forgiven, that increases our love and affection for God, and it creates a desire to obey and honor him. So our our works, any good deeds that we do out of obedience to Christ and his word is because we are sinners saved by grace. I think we need to talk about one more thing since we've talked about um, workspace salvation in this episode. And I think we need to discuss the relationship between love and obedience, especially when we view it through, you know, this lens of sola gratia. So this grace, it increases our love and affection for God, and it creates this desire within us to obey and honor him. We realize that out of his love and mercy, He chose to love us even though we hated him. If you have any more questions about this topic, definitely check out the episode we did with Pastor Ben Brown on Sola Fide. I think he did a great job answering all of these questions in great detail. Yes. So if we were to kind of go back and to wrap up this series, just to refresh a little bit, that we believe that salvation is by grace alone through faith alone, in Christ alone, according to 
scripture alone, all for the glory of God alone. And that is that those are the solas of the Reformation, the five solas. And I'm just so happy we were able to complete this series and just to talk about these important doctrines, because, you know, like we've said before, not only were these so relevant and necessary back in the time of the Reformation, but even more right now. Um, there's so much heresy, so much false teaching going on. These doctrines are just, I can't under, um, overstate how important they are right now. Yes, so much heresy. Like, honestly, a lot of the ones I'm seeing come from TikTok. Like, it's a crazy amount. So, but if you're curious about some of the things that are being taught on the app, uh, feel free to check out our false teachings of TikTok series. You know, there's no way we could address all of them, but we did cover like eight popular ones right now. But looking forward, we got some great episodes coming up. We're going to be addressing things like perfectionism. Um, and this one I feel like is uh, really for me. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. And I see the next one is social media. Whew. Yeah. And next episode is also going to be amazing. We're going to be talking about a new book. It's called Haughty to Humble, and it's written by Nicole. Yes, I'm so excited to do an episode about it. So stay tuned. We will talk about that in detail, and you guys can get the the backstory about how this little workbook came into existence. This is going to be such a great topic because, you know, we all struggle with pride. And so I'm just super excited to talk about it and to learn about how this book came to be uh, because I think it's very, very practical. But for today, let's close out with 2 Peter 1, 2. And it says, Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord.